Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Our guest today, my wife affectionately calls Ricky, 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 Ricky. Ricky Randolph is with us today, and he's got an amazing story, and we're going to talk to him. But first, I'll introduce you to Ricky, but I want to talk about my friend uh, Bill O'Hanlon. You know, I think it was the second or third episode we ever did of the podcast, so it was back in January, February of 2021, back when we were just a small budding, just an idea, right? Bill came on the show. He's an amazing songwriter and author. Uh, he's had a lot of song cuts, a, a lot of songs uh, for sync, you know, for movies and TV shows and things like that. But he's also an amazing author. One of his books got him on Oprah Winfrey's show, which is pretty darn cool. And he's a great guy. He comes to all the songwriters rounds. He's always cheering you on. Um, just a really good guy and performer himself. But I wanted to talk to you about three, his three great books that he has. And um, and the first one I read was Song Building, Mastering Lyric Writing. Song Building is an amazing process to step you through how to write a song. And it really is brilliant. And a lot of folks around here and more and more folks are using this song building method all because of Bill. Also, uh, he's got a second book, uh, The uh, Songwriter's Guide to Mastering Co-Writing. And we talk about the art of co-writing and how it's done here in Nashville most of the time. And uh, so more on that. And also Bill's got Mastering Melody Writing. So they're all available on Amazon. Check out my good buddy, Bill O'Hanlon. Now, Ricky Randolph. Let me tell you about Ricky. Ricky, uh, his first instrument was drums, and an amazing drummer. He is, you know what, Ricky was the first one that told me that Bob Dylan says never drop names, right, Ricky? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You're like the funniest dude I ever met. But, I mean, can I drop some names? These are people you've played with. Uh, uh, Michael McDonald, Greg Allman. (laughs) Greg Allman. (laughs) Curtis Mayfield. Billy Lee. Billy Lee. (laughs) Derek Trucks. Billy Lee. Billy Lee. You, mate. Yeah. Delbert McClinton. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah man. It just, all, the, all the big. All the big ones. Plus, you did some studio time, too, right? Uh, lots of work in the studio, too? Right. 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 Uh, Delbert McClinton. Yeah. That is, yeah. that is so cool. And then cuts, you know. Then they got good drummer. <laughs> <laughs> When I heard you're a pretty darn good drummer yourself, um, and, but you're also a great uh, guitar player and um, songwriter. You've written songs like "Something" for the band Perry, uh, "Fill in the Blank" with Trent Tomlinson, Tomlinson, and, and many others. And you're just getting off the road with Georgette Jones, right? And that's the daughter of Tammy yes. and George, right? Right. 
Yeah. The daughter of Tammy and George. Yeah. How about that? That must have been a fun. I heard you had some. You had a weird day the other day, huh? Scary. Uh, yeah. Do we want to talk yeah, about mass that at all? shootings? Yeah. Mass shootings will put a put a damper in your day. That's yeah. Cool. You you were in Baltimore the day of the shootings, right? We were we were real close to it. Wow. Mm. It was. Yeah. You, yeah. It's pretty wild. Man, that'll shake you. Pretty up. Pretty wild, man. That'll shake you up for sure. Yeah. Oh man, it did. Yeah. It really did. Was it a come to Jesus moment? It was, man. It, it, you know, it made you realize, you know, just how, just how sacred life is. You yeah, know? yeah, really does, There's doesn't it? Kids, yeah. man, got killed. No. You know, kids got shot. It's yeah, it's how crazy. Horrible. How horrible. Yeah. And uh, yeah. in a in a time where you should have been flying high, you know, playing those drums and having a good time. Uh, and then turning yeah. around, something like that happening. It's just uh, tragic. Ah, oh, yeah, man. Man, crazy. Well, let's, let's, hey, it was. let's pick it up. Let's not talk about that kind of stuff. You've got new music coming out, and we're going to be amongst the first uh, to hear some of the new stuff. And I do appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I've known you for years, but I'm, I look forward to... Um, you know, getting to know you a little bit more. You play around uh, mostly uh, all the all the writers' rounds here, and, I, and I've seen you do feature rounds at the Commodore. I've seen you at um, the Maxwell House, the Listening Room, the Bluebird, and you play everywhere. You know, the songwriter festivals, yep. like down at Frank Frank Brown, which is a that, that's that's mm-hmm. one everybody loves to play and get it. It's hard to get into, isn't it? Uh, yes, it's awesome, man. Uh, they, I played down there once, and they've invited me back. I've been blessed enough to be invited back, and I appreciate it. Well, you know you're doing something right when they invite you back, right? Yeah, man. I, I didn't wreck the hotel rooms or anything. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> you didn't have Joe Walsh with you. Come back. <laughs> That's it, man. That's, That's all it. you got to do is be nice. Or Billy Lee. Now, if Billy Lee was with you, forget it. <laughs> Yeah, well, he always wrecks them. Like John Bonham, he'll wreck the hotel room. <laughs> now you, uh, dr- so drums. You, 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 you just mentioned John Bonham. So let's go drums. Uh, that was the first you picked up the sticks. How old were you? Oh man, she's uh, five or six years, five years old. Wow. Now were you always but- been- beating on the pans and stuff in the kitchen? What? What? You know. How'd you get an interest I, in the drums? Oh, I used to get whippings for turning the trash cans upside down with trash in them. And look at you I, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you like, Mom, one day you'll yeah. pay to see this? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember listening to the radio in the car with my mother and hearing the upbeat and thinking, well, I can do that. You can do that. Hey, no problem. Yeah. I can do that. Awesome. So you started. But then you had this epiphany that you could make more money if you played guitar or you could double your income anyway. Well, I could double my income. Mm-hmm. I could, uh, well, you know. <laughs> and, I could, and, and I could have you know, different things going on. So you don't get bored, you know? Yeah. So. Playing guitar is a lot different than playing drums, it, driving a band, you know? It yeah. is. It, it's hard to write a song on the drums, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. You can do it, but nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> you know, I, I always admire drummers because, I mean, just think, if you don't play the drums, think about this for a second. I can't walk and chew gum at the same time. You got all right. four limbs doing something different. And I forget uh-huh. it. And then on top of that, if you sing, I, I don't, there's just, there's no way. <laughs> well, you can't think about it. I think, I think it's just subconscious. Yeah. You know, you get, you get used to doing it. Yeah. It's like going to get the mail. Oh yeah. Like going to get the mail, huh? 
Like, yeah, it is. That's yeah. Yeah. I imagine just like anything else. You hear else. the thunder? Are you, you hear that thunder? Are you getting some weather where you are? Yeah, I'm in I'm in Huntsville, Huntsville. Alabama at my house. Okay. So there's the other thing I was going to ask you. You live in Huntsville, um, but you were in Nashville a lot. I mean, I didn't even know that you lived in Huntsville because you, every time I, you, know, you, you like have dual citizenship, don't you? You're back and forth. I have dual citizenship. <laughs> I'm, I'm there. I'm there like five, four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. Now, then I come home. Playing shows and co-writing when you're not on the road with some big act, you know, right? That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. And you've played with them all. So um, now let me ask you too. Now, I wanted to know when, when songwriting became a thing for you. And I know your dad was a, a huge, as a matter of fact, uh, when I visited Muscle Shoals, which you're not too far from Muscle Shoals, are you? Um, uh, 68 miles. That's it. Wow. So it's in your blood. Yeah. It's in the water. Uh, but your dad was in, in the, the Alabama uh, Music Hall of Fame, which I visited when I visited uh, Muscle Shoals. And there's a picture of your dad. Mac Bickery was your dad, right? That's right. Yeah. Did uh, did he teach you uh, how to play and write songs, or was it something that you inherited from him? Uh, you know, or? When, I, when I was young, I, I remember sitting, uh, him and Bobby Borger oh boy, those wrote a song that yeah. Tanya Tucker recorded called Jamestown Ferry. I remember that song. Played that on the radio and more I, than a few times. Yeah. Yeah. And Your I, dad wrote I that. Was sitting, mm. My dad wrote that with mm. Bobby Borger. And I, and I was sitting in the hotel room when they started writing it. And mm. the, what inspired me to start writing was the first line. He just caught the Jamestown Ferry. It's not a hot day in January like he said it'd be <laughs> if he ever left me. And that, I thought that was genius. You know, I, that I, is I genius. Do that. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, and your dad, he was a rockabilly artist, and he had some hits. I remember Ishabilly, you know, playing that on the radio, uh, dating he, myself. But he wrote a lot of big songs. He didn't have any hits. He didn't have his, any hits as an artist. Mm-hmm. But he wrote He wrote Only Hell My Mom Ever Raised. Oh. He wrote The Fireman. The Fireman. That's a, right. George Strait's The Fireman he wrote. How about that? Yeah. Wow. He wrote uh, Rocking My Life Away, oh. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did a lot of work with Jerry Lee, didn't he? Or did he? He did, yeah. He wrote yeah. the Meat Man. Yeah. yeah, him and Jerry were pretty close. Pretty good buds, huh? Yeah, pretty good buddies. Wow. And and, and he's not with us anymore, right? I should know this. I apologize for asking. No, he's gone. Passed away. He's gone a while back. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So you heard that line? You go, "That's pretty cool." I I'm going to try this. Do you, do you uh, do you that remember? inspired me to. It inspired me to want to try, which, of course, everybody's first songs are awful. Yeah. And I'm no exception. (laughs) But, you know, later, I just went and listened to other songwriters. Uh Uh-huh. Instead of talk, I listened and learned how to do it. That's perfect. That's what you do. So who are some of the ones that just really did it for you? Who who did you really admire at that point in time? Uh, Aaron Barker. Aaron Barker. I love Aaron's writing. Uh, what a great guy. Dave Gibson, one of my co-writers. Dave I love Gibson. Dave. You Dave's know, he wrote that don't come in. Yeah, great song. Great guy. Yeah, love Dave. Man. Yeah. He, and a guy that not a lot of people really recognize because he didn't have a lot of hits. But I love Jonathan Long's writing. Jonathan? Did you, did you ever meet? No. Jonathan Long. Long. 
No, I haven't, but I... He was the bartender at Bobby's Idol Hour forever. What a great is that, writer. Is that the guy they call Lizard? Pardon me? That That isn't Lizard, is it? No, no that's okay. not Lizard. Okay. No, that's, that's the guy, that the little skinny guy that used to work the bar. Oh, yes. I remember him. Jonathan Long. Jonathan, yes. First time he I... He ain't playing checkers, man. That guy's a good writer. He's a, <laughs> I didn't realize that. I will never forget him because I remember the first time I played at Bobby's Idol Hour uh, and we talked and had a beer and he said, I hope you'll come back and play. I said, are you kidding? This is You count on it, man. Of course, I wasn't living here at the time, but uh, yeah, that place is iconic and they moved it, what, four times (laughs) and it's it's new location. Mm -hmm. Also, Mac Elliott is a great writer that's never had any hit. You know, for anything, but Mac's a great writer. You know, there's just, the the trash the trash cans of Nashville are lined with great songs. You are so right, and you know, I do love him, uh, Elliot. He is uh, every time I see him, he blows me away. It's just, just amazing. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. But and we talk about the double edged sword of you know Spotify and things. Which, by the way, uh, if you've never seen. Uh, the playlist, I think it's on Netflix, uh, the story of how Spotify came into being and who made the money and who doesn't make the money, the artist, I'll give you a clue. Um, it's a fascinating show. But the double-edged sword about that is there are more music out there available, and a lot of these songs you can find online, you know. And, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. 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 Are, you, are, you, are you putting, now the new songs that we're going to play, are they, will they be available uh, out there on, on, on platforms like that? Absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I don't. I don't do. I don't do that. I, I, you know, here's the here's the deal with me. Mm-hmm. I don't have a new single about to drop. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything being released. I sell these at my gig. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unlike a lot of people, there's a lot of people that are having new new singles released. And oh yeah. Everything, but I'm just not one of those people. I I, I just sell them at my gigs. Well, and if it, if everybody likes what I did, they'll, they'll buy one. I got gotcha. you. Well, that's a good that's a good thing. Because I'm hearing there's something like a hundred thousand a day going up on Spotify alone. So no, I can yeah, understand okay. that. And I know other writers just like you. They say the same thing. There's just no way I'm not going to do it. I'm I'm not going to. Right. Well, I mean, you know, you can get you can get that many those many plays and 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 maybe a million plays and make you 83 bucks. <laughs> I, I mean, that is the sad thing. Reality. Yes, it is. It. Yeah. So yeah, I think at that point it's more of an ego thing, right? <laughs> there it is, you know, and you seem to have no ego at all. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. So what I love about you, you know, he's, he, he's got this sense of humor that just killed, like he'll, like you write a lot with Dave Gibson. Okay. And I remember the first time I heard you do this, you were at the, I don't remember where it was. You go, is Dave Gibson in here tonight? Okay, this is one I wrote on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody steals that now. But I think you were the first Everybody one. does. And I and I was no exception. <laughs> I stole it from him. From Dave? You were talking about you you had a guy that wrote a book you were telling yeah. about when you came on but Bill I, I like to mention that I just wrote one too. Yeah. It's only two pages long. It's called Fun Things to Do While in Mount Zion. <laughs> Two pages, huh? <laughs> yeah, two pages, including the forward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Well, <laughs> you 
you know, you could put the index in there, you know, and all the references that could get it up to like four pages or maybe five. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I, and I might do that with the coffee table version. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Ricky, let's play one of these new songs. All right. And have you talk about let's it right now. It. First one up I have right. is uh, talk about us. So tell us about talk about us. I, I wrote this with uh, Jim Parker. Jim Parker, he's a legend. Over, yeah, Jim, Jim's a legend. He uh, wrote Chicken Truck with uh, John Anderson. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, and I wrote that. Wrote that with uh, with Jim. Did you really? Okay. And uh, yeah, and this was recorded over at Muscle Shoals at my friend Billy Lawson studio wishbone wishbone studios it's got that muscle shoals kind of sound let's take a listen this is talk about us ricky randolph new music on the songwriter connection podcast all If they don't know the truth, you know they'll make it up. Here's one thing I know they'll be saying when they talk about us, they talk about, talk about them. Talk about us They talk about love That's one more thing They wish they had plenty more of When they look at us They see a love we built on trust When they talk about love, they talk about, talk about us. It's been so good since we've been together. Our love for each other has been blessed from above. We do what we do Looking at forever When they talk about us They talk about Talk about love When they talk about us They talk about love They wish they had plenty more of When they look at us They see a love we built on trust When they talk about love They talk about, talk about us When they talk 
talk about us They talk about love That's one more thing They wish they had plenty more of When they look at us They see a love we built on trust Talk about love, they talk about, talk about us When they talk about us, they talk about, talk about us I absolutely love it, Ricky. It's got that Muscle Shoals sound, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It, it, quite honestly. Mm. I love it. <laughs> It's soulful. It's yeah. just it's just well done. Uh, lots well, of thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Dave. Yeah, tell us about the recording process. That's a buddy of yours. Uh, did you bring in other musicians or uh, kind of like do it yourself? Uh, Ashley, that's uh, that track is uh, Billy Lawson and me. Period. Wow. And uh, every instrument. And we spent at least. Uh, if anybody needs to record. Mm-hmm. Uh, a record, I suggest they go over there. And the reason why is they don't run you in, they don't run you out. Mm-hmm. You go in there and you make a record. They're making a record. They want to make a record. Yeah, I love that. And, and it, you know, and it, it might take, it takes a little time, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's not, that's not an issue there. And that's why I like recording over there. Well, you know, anything that you do is worth taking your time for. And the, the, the other great thing is it's Muscle Shoals. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, yeah. th- you think about all the big songs that came out of Muscle Shoals. And oh, it's oh, yes. absolutely amazing. So it must be cool to spend time there, huh? Oh, man. That, uh, that place is the R&B capital of the world. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. That special sound, you know, um, the swampers, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, fame. Yeah, right. By the way, I got my fame, fame shirt on just in, in your. Oh, honor. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So Rick Hall, <laughs> Rick Hall, he's the man. There's another he great movie. If you've never seen it, folks, get that movie. Was it Muscle Shoals? Uh, uh, what it's the story, his story, and it's fabulous. It's fabulous. Yeah. It's just wonderful. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. And it's true. And you grew up around it. So, got to be in your blood. I did. Yeah. I did. I grew up. I actually grew up. I mean, well, I got older mm-hmm. in Huntsville, uh-huh. Alabama. Uh, and in my 20s, I moved to the shows. Did you? With a guitar player, uh, Wayne Perkins. It was from Birmingham. Okay. Wayne Wayne played on the Rolling Stones, uh, Tattoo You. Great guitar player. We wow. had a band together. And uh, Ralphie Zell, that was a bass player from Shenandoah, who's passed on now. But we had a great band, and that's the reason I moved over there. I was working here in Huntsville, and and Wayne asked if we wanted if we wanted to come over there. Me and Tommy Patterson put together a band, and that's when I went over there. It was in the eighties. Wow. Okay. Wow. So was that like the first big break then, Ricky? Well, I guess I guess it was a big break. Uh-huh. I, I I just went to play in a good band and play good music. Yeah, that's, that's all I cared about. Yeah, I never got into this for money. 
It's a good, it's a good thing too. <laughs> well, you know, I lo- I, but I love that because, you know, our friend Mark, Mark Allen Barnett's got that saying, you don't choose music, music chooses you. Right. And uh, uh-huh. we sure ain't for the bucks. We do it for the passion. So, but oh, you know, yeah. sometimes that magic happens, man. And you just never know. Yeah. 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 You never know, man. You never, you never know. know. Yeah. So. You know, sometimes your broken dreams come true. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that. Sometimes you're, there's a good song. Sometimes you're broken dreams. There's a lot of people taking out their hooks books right now and just trying to do it. Ricky is the co-writer on that, folks. I'm going to tell you right now if you're going to write that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricky wants a co-write. Do you do a lot of co-writing? Uh, yeah. 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 I do. I do. Yeah. I do. Do you do a lot of solo writing? (laughs) When inspired. Yeah, I do. I do solo writing. Yeah. I don't know that that I keep as much of it as a, you know, but I I still I solo write mm-hmm. just to keep keep everything sharp, you know. Try to yeah. Anyway, I think it's important. Yeah, you always get that that book that hook book with you when you when you're feeling inspired and uh, or do you record it? If, if somebody got a hold of my voice memos, they put me away. <laughs> it's voice memos. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, they yeah they send me away. <laughs> Well, no, that's good. That's good. That's good stuff because you never know when it comes in. Sometimes you've got stuff in, that's been in there for years, and you're writing a song, and you go, oh, right. wow, that line right there. Yeah, and it comes out. I thought right. that was a crazy line, but wow, that fits perfect. You never know. Don't lose it. You never it. know. You, the worst thing you could do is lose it. Let it go, you know, and it goes that's right it. back out to the universe, and it's gone forever. I can Rick, has this gone. ever happened to you? I remember laying in bed one time. And this never happened again because I learned a lesson. I had been writing this song for years. I had this song. And I'm laying in bed, and I'm about to fall asleep when the perfect line for that song popped in my head. And I'm going, I can't believe I didn't think of that before. That's it. That's right. And then I go, you should get up and write that down right now. And uh, I, that's right. Yeah. And when they, when I, they and come, I, it don't matter. Yeah, it doesn't it don't matter. matter what time it is. It, it yeah, don't matter. You got to. But force yourself to get up and yeah. write it down because here's what happened to me. I fell asleep. <laughs> you fell asleep. And three days later, it occurred to me that I had the perfect line. And I, to this day, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> so I've never had that happen again because I refuse to fall asleep when it itch, you know? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, you know sometimes, sometimes these songs hold you captive. They do. I get obsessed. Do you get obsessed? Ah, uh, yes. Mm. That's that's one of my blessings. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, Ricky Lee's a uh, Billy Lee's a, a good friend of Ricky and mine. And uh, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Has this ever happened? Do you ever wake up uh, from a dream where you're playing guitar and singing something and it's stuck in your mind? Did you? Uh, I've not actually playing guitar and singing, but I, but I've had songs will dream about things and wake up and write it yeah have you so it's happened yeah oh yeah well that sure it's happened for me but i could never remember them you know and then a couple a couple weeks ago i I was in this dream playing and somebody was playing with me and and they're harmonizing with with me to this song i'm thinking wow this is a cool song you know and when i woke Uh up it was still there and I ran into my dining room where I record this podcast. I picked up my guitar, and there it was. 
I had the the melody in the in the hook, and uh, and I talked to Billy about it every day, and I said, Billy, I, we got to write this song, you know, and yeah. I I probably drove him crazy, Ricky. <laughs> calling him 10 times what about this line what about that line you know and then we write we have uh, i don't know if you use google docs but i i love it because we can both make changes and see it in real time yeah. and um, yeah. oh I, I know i drove him nuts because i was obsessed but i think we finally got it today <laughs> you know? well good that's good i talked to billy earlier yeah how's he doing for a little while yeah. hey, he's doing fine did he tell you i was driving him crazy <laughs> no he didn't you know I know, I know nobody's driving him crazy. He's, he lives there. You don't need to ride. <laughs> That's true. You know he's going to hear this, right? <clears throat> you know. Yeah, I know. And he knows I'm playing. I love Billy. Oh, I do, too. And if it wasn't for Billy Lee, i got to tell you something about Billy Lee. Billy Lee wrote uh, The One, which is one of my favorite songs from, um, from Gary Allen. And the first time I wrote with Billy, I walked into his office. At the time, he had this, this remember this office on 17th Avenue? He had a beautiful building there. And today they've torn oh, down yeah. and it's high rise and it's, you know. It's, oh, I was there the night, the, the last night it was on mm. on its foundation. I was at the party. That's the night I met Billy. Isn't that a shame? I mean, really? I mean, that was a beautiful building and a beautiful oh, old gorgeous. home. Yeah. I think it was uh, Marty Stewart's old office, too, I think. It was. I know uh, he was saying that Jason Aldean's office was upstairs. Steve Cropper, right uh, right next to him, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Unbelievable. And uh, Steve Cropper's studio was right down in the basement there. Unbelievable. Unreal. Yeah. And I know they're really yeah. still really good friends today. But I remember walking into that you know, beautiful home and going into his office, and there on the wall was the gold record for the one. And I go, did you write that song? He go, yeah. I go, Man, I love that song. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and- you know, I I got to say this in Billy's defense, and and I think all writers we have to be a little bit crazy. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. We have to be. We have to be. <laughs> yeah, we have to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're professional liars. <laughs> 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 oh, well, I never thought about it that way, but I guess we are because we make up stuff for a living, right? Or for not a right. living. Right. I mean, well, of course, it's it's precariously through other people and yeah. however yeah. it comes through the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. A- absolutely. We're going to talk more about songwriting and uh, play some new music from uh, Ricky Randolph, who's our guest here on the Songwriter Connection. But I got to take a little break, Ricky. Don't go away. All right. Don't go away. I won't. All right. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? 
picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket, outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. On the phone with Ricky Randolph is in Huntsville, Alabama, where his home is just 68 miles from Muscle Shoals. Ricky, good to have you here. Well, it's good to be here, Dave. I thank you for you. Uh, I thank you for taking the time to be on the show. And I want to just remind folks we are everywhere out there. We publish every every Wednesday morning, very early in the morning, so that when you get up on Wednesdays, you can have your cup of coffee and make a new connection. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, please like and subscribe because that really, really helps us. We're making the connection with Ricky Randolph, uh, one of the a great drummer, session drummer, but also amazing songwriter, guitar player, and it's good to have you, Ricky. You've got brand new music coming out is it out already is your cd done yeah uh it's on my on my website Uh rickyrandolphmusic.com you can get it there or come see me play and i I, i'll have some in the trunk of my car yes please do that uh and 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 see ricky because you want to see him perform um let's play another one um only good thing tell us about this one Oh, and before I, I get there, I, I, I lost a que- I lost a question. I'm sorry. What are you calling your new record? It's called uh, Muscle Shoals Music City. Me- oh, there you go. Two great music towns. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. O- uh, only good thing uh, is the only next one good thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wrote this with Quinn Loggins uh, and Trapped and Harvey. Now, Quinn is Dave Loggins' son. Please come to Boston. No kidding. I was going to ask you if there was a relation. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. That's one of the and, greatest songs ever also, written. Also, his cousin's Kenny Loggins. So, yeah, the, all the Loggins <laughs> How about that? are related. Like oh. all the Seals, they're all related. Yeah, yeah. Dan Seals, who passed away. Brady Seals. Um, yeah, Brady, Trey. Brady. Yeah. Little Texas guy. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Well, so this is uh, only good thing. Um, anything only you want to say thing. about it? Anything about the writing buy idea? It. Everybody, come buy it. <laughs> All righty. Only good thing. Ricky Randolph on the connection. Songwriter. I've got bills. They've been stacking up tall. Got my guitar smashed. 
Listeners, back it up and crank it up. <laughs> Let me tell you what a rocker. Great song. Ricky Randolph is our guest. Ricky, can I say that that has that Muscle Shoals. The Stones recorded in Muscle Shoals, and that kind of reminds me of like a, a, a Rolling Stones feel, too. But yet, very uniquely, Muscle Shoals, huh? That's the reason I moved over there was Wayne Perkins. Now, he played on that Stone stuff. He's on uh, the Tattoo You album. Wow. And he's on the Black and Blue album. So. Oh, God. So that's him yeah. playing the, the guitar on that track? No, no, no. no, no. Okay. That's, uh, everything's Billy, Billy and me. Billy and you. Okay. Very good. Um, Billy aw- Law. Mm-hmm. Awesome song. Can I say, and I hate to... Um, compare folks to anybody and you know and i talk about this on the show all the time it's good to have influences and stuff but you're, you're your own sound but you know you kind of just a little bit and this is a compliment a little bit remind me of another singer drummer in in rock history a little bit of don henley did people tell you that yeah uh i've heard it a couple of times 
Yeah. Only better. I, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it a couple times. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that's a, that's a great compliment, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I've got another one here called Redefining. Is this Redefining You? Tell me about this song. Redefining Beautiful. It's about my wife. Oh, Redefining Beautiful. Oh, my God. You yeah. know, my wife is always saying, you never write a song for me. And I always go, well, honey, that's because Brickhouse has already been written. <laughs> so, um, so you wrote this for your wife. I did. Tell us me about and uh, I don't know if you know uh, Joe Doyle. I don't. I wrote this with Joe Doyle and Trapped and Harvey again. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, when you yeah. have the magic, you go back, right? Right. Go back. Yeah, man. That's right. Anything special about this song that got you the idea and the cooking and how it came about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my everyday life. Your everyday life? Oh, man. Yeah, my wife. My wife's great. Awesome. She's wonderful. I've met her once and or She'd twice. have to be an inhuman person. She lives with me. I, the only dumb thing she's ever done was marry me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she would beg to differ, especially after yeah, hearing, hearing this song right here. Redefining... Ricky Randolph on the Songwriter Connection. <laughs> she makes sweatshirts and sandals and ball caps attractive. Sundresses spark and shine. Pink lipstick and eyeliner for daily distractions. Getting dolled up's a big waste of time. She doesn't work and it all comes naturally without a word Ever so casually gives grace a new meaning She's redefining beautiful If she sees a mirror man She'll walk right past it Knows what's in her hearts What's in style Makes sweet random acts Of kindness a habit She wakes up wearing that smile She doesn't work it It all comes naturally Without a word Ever so casually Gives grace a new meaning She's redefining Beautiful Right where it counts Beautiful From the inside out She doesn't work it It all comes naturally Without a word Ever so casually She doesn't work it it all comes naturally without a word Ever so casually Gives grace a new meaning She's redefining beautiful She's redefining beautiful
I think I caught you singing along, man. What a great song. Ah, thank you. I wish that had been a big hit. Ah, maybe it will. You never know. I'd buy me some brand new used tires if it was. <laughs> you know, we ball, we wrote a, t- a song called Bald Tires about just that same thing a while back. Yeah. Yeah. I hear yeah, you. Man, I can't. Yeah, man. I- <laughs> I'm a poor boy. I get some new used ones, though. Some new used ones? Retreads? Yeah, I get Yeah, some, well, retreads. Yeah. If I can find them. Find yeah. them. Dude, you're hilarious. You know, I don't want to let you go without, first, I want to talk a little bit about uh, you on the road with Greg Allman and, and uh, Michael McDonald and, and Derek Trucks. Derek has a relative who's a pretty darn good drummer, so um, tell us about those experiences and how it all came to be and what it was like on the road. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, Derek Trucks uh, came to be. I had a friend that was a drummer in the Aquarian Rescue Unit. His name was Jeff Sipe. Uh-huh. And, and uh, he was a friend of mine, and he told me that Derek was looking for a drummer. And so I went down to Matt, Fat Matt's in Atlanta and auditioned and got the gig. Wow. Uh, uh, he was, I think Derek was like, 17 or 18. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. And, but just a monster. Oh, always. And, and yeah, so I, I got that gig through Jeff, who was in the Aquarian Rescue Unit with Bruce Hampton. Now, after I got, when I when I quit playing with Derek, I started with Bruce Hampton. I was in a band called the Fiji Mariners. We were on Capricorn Records. Oh, boy. Wow. Big and, time. Yeah. And so that that's how that all came to be. Mm-hmm. Michael McDonald? Michael McDonald, uh, I had a friend, Lannis Morrison, that bass player that I played with in Atlanta. Uh, his wife worked for Hewlett Packard, and they moved to uh, Leapers Fork. Oh, and yeah. they were going to a church called the Grace Chapel okay. out there. Well, Michael happened to be a member of that church, and Lannis asked me to come play. A service over there one Sunday and Michael walked up after the service and he said how would you like to play my stuff and I said I'd love to wow and that's how that happened it was through through God and church that's fantastic yeah it's God thing huh just in that order (laughs) and with Greg Ullman oh my gosh now man talk about legends and stuff Greg Ullman what's he like what's it like to play with him Greg was the nicest person, one of the nicest people, very laid back. Yeah. Not loud at all, just a very cool guy. Yeah. He just dripped coolness. I'll bet he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. He, he was really, really cool. Mm. Well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got the gig with him. I played a civil rights leader that got killed in Mississippi. His name was Meg Revers. I'm, I'm, yes, Meg Revers, sure. Yeah, made a movie about uh, his life. So, yeah. So, so Dale Long, that was Greg's manager, got me the gig with him to do the Meg Revers homecoming in Mississippi, which is mm, in man. Laurel and Jackson. And on that bill was B.B. King, us, uh, Bobby Bland, and oh, Little Milton. Unreal. And we all stayed, all four bands stayed at this one hotel called the Sun and Sam. Well, there wasn't no sun, there wasn't no sand, but there was all these people. And BB comes down in a wife beater and boxer shorts and sock garters. 
No kidding. He comes down after the first gig and tells us the whole story about Lucille. You know the you know the story about how Lucille got named, right? Tell us that. I read his book a, a long time ago, and I and I forget this story. But tell us. Well, they were playing at they called them tent tent joints. Tent you know, joints. they put up tents. You know, yeah, they put up tents and they would heat these tents with uh, barrel heat. You know, the oil heat. Okay. Well, these two guys got in a fight over a woman named Lucille uh, <laughs> and knocked over one of the oil heat barrels. And the tent caught on fire. Oh, no. And BB went back in and grabbed his 335, and he found out that the fight was over a woman named Lucille, and that's how that guitar got its name. Oh, wow. That's from the horse's mouth. I never knew that. If I did, I forgot. But, and then, and he had a lot of different iterations of Lucille, different guitar. I know uh, when I worked at Ryman, we had one of the Lucilles, a red one. Uh, in uh, in a case, uh, showing that one off, yeah, uh, Ryman Museum, yeah, so, yeah. So, oh, well, cool. that's all. They were all namesakes of that woman. Of that woman, <laughs> that woman, yeah, <laughs> that woman, yeah. Start that fight. What a cool story! That's amazing. Well, Ricky, yeah. I, I want to tell you what a pleasure it is just to get to know you a little bit more. Um, and oh, I thank, thank you, you Dave. again thank for. You. And, I, you know, I wish you all the best with this new project. Again, your website okay. people could go to and, and, and listen to this music? RickyRandolphMusic.com And it's D-O-L-P-H, right? R-E-N-D-O-L-P-H. P-H. Ricky Randolph. Ricky, thank you so much, my man. Say hello to your lovely wife for me. Yeah. Okay, I will. All right. She's right here. She says, hey. Hey, tell her I said hey. And we'll see you soon, okay? Hey. <laughs> hey, All right. Thanks, awesome. Dave. See you, buddy. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.